Hello, everyone, and welcome back to In This Day and Page, a West Des Moines Public Library podcast. I'm your host, Maggie Martin. In today's episode, we sat down with a handful of people to highlight a new program being offered here at the library, Tech Help with Teens. This program was created by its supervisor, Jody Shuden, and is sponsored by the City of West Des Moines, Youth Justice Initiative, Microsoft, and Google Fiber. I was able to chat with Jody, five of the teens who are currently participating in the program, and Jennifer Hahn, the director of Youth Justice Initiative. So to start us out, let's hear from Jody. Can you uh, tell us what your name is, um, what are your pronouns, and how long you've been uh, working on this project? Sure, my name is Jody. Uh, I go by she, her, and um, so we, um, Conceived of it about a year ago, um, COVID kind of put a kind of a halt in our uh, plans to kick it off. Uh, so I would say probably the last couple months we've really given it a good push. Awesome. Um, and can you give us just kind of a, a basic overview of what you're you're doing in this during this program? Sure. Uh, so we are taking youth from the, youth from the community, and they are going to teach technology to. Uh, adults. Uh, when we first initiated it, it was going to be um, older adults, and we found there's actually a need for kind of the middle-aged adults as well, so just adults in general. What kind of questions normally get asked during these uh, by people who come in and, um, and want the help? Yeah, it kind of varies. Sometimes people come in with their list of questions, the things that have been frustrating or aggravating them. Uh, otherwise, you know, sometimes people just kind of want you to show them something new that they haven't seen before, and we can kind of accommodate either of those. Awesome. And so you mentioned that this really kicked off during COVID. So what, what inspired this program to begin? Uh I've been pretty passionate about technology for a really long time, and there's a definite need uh, and disconnect for the older community, and it really became prevalent during COVID when people were trapped and they didn't have anywhere to go, and they didn't necessarily know how to use the technology to help them connect with the outside world, and it made me really realize, you know what, there's a need. And uh, like I said, we were sort of trapped, right, because we also right. couldn't go see them, mm-hmm. but knowing that we could... Um, open some doors for them. And another thing, too, is they had to sign up online, a lot of them, for um, shots and, and didn't have the ability or know right. how to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were even here in the library asking for guidance on that. Sure. Fantastic. So um, how many teens have been involved to date in this in this program? So we've got six right now, and we've had one that's revolved out of okay. the program. Uh, they range from 13 to 17. Um, typically... We, we wouldn't see anybody probably staying through, you know, past their senior year. Awesome. And are they mostly West Des Moines? They're all West Des Moines okay, at this perfect. time. Yeah. And then can you explain kind of what you feel is the benefit for having a program like this at the library and in the larger community? Absolutely. Uh, there's not a lot of resources. Uh, when you ask people, you know, where would you go for your tech help? Typically, it's your kids or grandkids or a neighbor. And often that's not the best solution because they're just either putting a Band-Aid on it or they're doing it for you, in which case you really haven't been educated. So I feel like educating people uh, is super important 
for everything, whether they need to apply for something online, um, maybe they need to pay bills that they haven't been able to pay, you know what I mean? Um, or it could be something as simple as, you know, I just need to take photos of my family members. Right. Are you hosting sessions like these any other places, or are we just at the library right now? Are there plans in the future, kind of? Yes, uh, yeah. Um, we've actually been at the Clive Library as well. Right now, uh, I have partnered with some other assisted living type sure. places. We're still having some of the similar things where you know people aren't really letting others into their communities yet as much as they might. Um, but I've had some good interest, and I'm hoping that my goal would be, um, you know, we could even go to meet in other people's businesses, uh, schools, right, community centers, churches, right. I feel pretty open that you know there's a need wherever we go. Um, it's just finding it, right? right. <laughs> and getting the word out. Totally. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, the different partners that helped sponsor this event? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so of course, um, United Way is also um, part of YJI. So YJI, the Youth Justice Initiative, is is really who helped me kick this off. Um, they use you know the restorative justice to help teenagers uh, we are not limited to that though we are just taking teenagers from the community and then um, Microsoft and Google both gave us um, some nice donations which was great and then of course your library here and then the city of West Des Moines so great partnership fantastic and then if kids are interested in participating how, how does that process work for them you know what? We're still pretty new, and I, I just had some of these children say, you know, we have friends that ask what we do, and we're curious and want to join too. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I would say they could for sure reach out to me okay. or the YJI. Uh, but as we grow, I just, you know, I don't know. Right now, I don't have a need. Sure. But I definitely want to have some kids lined up because, as I said, people are going to outgrow the program. Mm-hmm. I'm Damien, and I'm a 10th grader at Valley High School. I'm a book. I'm a 9th grader at Valley Southwoods. Uh, my name is Eli. I'm in 12th grade, and I go to Valley High School. My name is Mayada. Um, I'm in 11th grade, and I go to Valley High School, too. Yeah, uh, my name is Jefferson. I'm a sophomore, 10th grader, and I go to Valley High School. Uh, so my first question is, why did you decide to be a part of this project? So this job was offered to me, and... I took it because I really like helping out people, and this is a way to help out the community. Damien pretty much summarized everything I was going to say. I like helping people out, and I thought this would be a great opportunity to do it. Uh, It was just a different job and different opportunity. I've worked at other jobs, like such as McDonald's and Hy-Vee, and it's just kind of doing the same thing over again. You're not really interacting with people, and this is so much different just because you're actually helping people, and I don't know, you feel like you're making a difference rather than just bagging groceries or serving burgers. Absolutely. Um, actually, an associate from YJI, a youth group, reached out to me, and she said that I would be a good fit for the job. Um, I wanted to uh, like keep participating in this because I enjoy helping people, and I enjoy working with technology. And I think it's cool that um, there's like this kind of programs that help people who don't really get a lot of attention in our community to get the help that they need. Uh, I, sorry, I decided to become a part of this project because I wanted to help out other people how to use their phone since I had a grandma who used to ask me that. So what was your training like? Like what kind of training did you guys have to do to be a part of this? So I thought training was pretty easy and we were taught an acronym GIFs 
So that's greeting, introduce, find their needs, and then teach their needs, and send them off with success. The training was pretty easy, but it was like me experimenting with different devices to understand like, and see if I know everything about them. I kind of just learned the process of how we just um, we talk with them, we just introduce ourselves, um, we develop a plan with them, with each person on what needs to be accomplished and, pri and prioritize the things we need to do. And we can develop an action plan with them to find out their best way of learning and we do it. And also, we also like have things for them to take home sure. and like for them to learn at home too. Um, for our training, because we were like the first people um, to be like in the developing stages of this program, how we trained, we basically, um, we first like learned our like soft skills, our communication, and to keep in mind that the people that we're going to be working with might have like hearing problems or like neurotic problems, so we had that in mind. Um, problem solving and you know if there's a problem that we can't fix or get into to reach out to our like supervisor and stuff um, and then we were um, we trained in different types of technology just to have um, a well-rounded grounding in all the things that we use because we're going to see all different types of tech in our work. At first I thought it was going to be difficult but it got easier because I knew a little bit of the technology I grew up with it and everything but the process was we took like at least two weeks or three weeks and we just went up and on went up we learned how to use some of the new stuff since it's like getting more technology more tech so yeah what's your favorite part about technology like what gets you excited about technology i'd say just like getting to know the people and talking with them and i know they really enjoy coming so yeah i love explaining stuff because it's like really good to see the look on their faces and like explaining stuff about settings and iOS 15. Uh, just like the innovations and how it just keeps getting different and different and adding new things and you never think about oh um, think about how great it will be till you get it right. and then it becomes a thing you can't live without it. Sure. Um, my favorite thing about technology is um, it helps people like communicate better and like he said, innovations, and it's a, a creative, it includes a lot of people, and um, it helps, it also helps with like the quality of life, with like medical advances and stuff like that. How it works, to be honest, because I don't know the physics, I know a little bit, but not that much, it just kind of got crazy when I grew up with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then on the flip side, what maybe is your least favorite thing about technology? Like what, what do you think you would, you would change or improve? For me, it was stuff like this lady came in and she was asking like how she could get rid of like ads on Facebook that disappointed her, Ooh. but I couldn't do anything about it because it's Facebook and sure. they're, they're advertising these stuff that mm -hmm. they know don't like people don't like. Yeah. It kind of disconnects people from reality, I would right. say, especially just like my generation loves to be on their phones and then, <laughs> I don't know, just, and also just staying inside to be on technology. I love getting outside and I think people should experience that more. Um, my least favorite thing about technology would be just the way our modern society views the tech industry and how it um, it's it's become like okay to exploit people to get like things like you know iPads or iPhone and it's it stopped being something that we use to better our society and it just it puts people at the bottom and certain people at the top. So what are your favorite kind of questions that you normally get from people? Like, what do you like to help out with the most? I'd say email and, like, text messages. Yeah. 
For me, it's like I said earlier, the iOS 15 update. I love that update so much, and being able to customize everything on your phone is it's all fun. Uh, just anything like around the technology I'm familiar with, mm -hmm. which is I have an iPhone, I use a Chromebook for school, and I also have a personal Dell, so anything with those. I like helping um, is people with issues that are like pertaining to their personal lives. Like if um, like somebody who's into photography and they're not familiar with how to use a camera, it makes me feel better that they're using like my knowledge to you know enjoy themselves. Uh, most of the times, is like the the funny parts is like they asked me for like just to how to take pictures or stuff like that, or how to get their messages up and context. But I'm glad to help out like that. They can actually take pictures with their family, nephews, uh, little grandchild and stuff like that. And then, can you tell me a little bit about what you will kind of plan on for the future? I'm in, I'm a police cadet right now, and then I hope to go into the ROTC, and then from there go into the military after high school. Awesome. For me, I always wanted to go into the me medical field, just like my parents did. So I always want to be like them. Um, I was looking into accounting right now, and I was planning on going to UNI and hoping to be a CPA, since uh, UNI has a great business school and a really high CPA um, passing rate. Um, I would like to either become like a physician or I would like to get a master's degree in public health or healthcare administrations. Right now my plans are to finish high school, probably go to college. Uh, right now I'm probably going to go to college. If I'm able to, I'll be probably getting a scholarship for soccer or probably try and join a club for hockey and then try and get a scholarship for it. So can you share with us uh, your name and your role at YJI? So I'm Jennifer Hahn, and I'm the director of the West Des Moines Youth Justice Initiative, community-based restorative justice program. And how long have you been with YJI? Uh, I came to YJI as a victim uh, 21 years ago, and I started working there approximately 20 years ago as a volunteer, and I've done all the different positions. Fantastic. And then can you give us kind of a brief overview of uh, all that YJI does. I know there's quite a bit, oh, but yeah. How long do I have? You're right. <laughs> um, so what we want, what we would want you to know is we're a community-based restorative justice program. Last year we served about 172 young people in the community. We do a formal diversion program for youth who have committed minor offenses in the community, made a mistake, mm -hmm. and they meet with a victim and they put things as right as possible. And then we do prevention work, which we call restorative practices. And that means we help young people in the community to do better in school, to have community connections, uh, to overall be in relationship in a community so they know they live somewhere where they're cared for and supported. And what we know when that happens is young people have the ability to flourish and they're less likely to commit crimes. And can you talk a little bit about um, how Jody approached you about this idea for tech help uh, with, with your teens? Yeah. So Jody and I were having coffee and she was telling me how much she loved helping elderly people with their technology. And I asked, could young people do that? And she said, yes. And then we started talking about loneliness uh, and how disconnected people are. And during that time, I had learned that United Way had some information that said that 
Iowa is the second loneliest state in the country, and that loneliness is equivalent to smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. So I was like, do you think we could do something? And Jody was like, I think we could. And then she left my house and she called and she was like, I'm so inspired. And then it's just kind of taken off and grown from there. Jody has so much experience with technology and training and her years at Apple and all of that really have paid off and been a great asset to this program. Wonderful. And can you talk a little bit about some of the kids that are in the program right now? Um... So I think what I would say is that YJI and these types of programs are the things that are helping young people get connected to their community. And through that connection, I mean, I'm just thinking of several of the kids that are doing the Teen for Technology. They've found a voice for themselves. Uh, one of the young people never gets to leave the house. He's at home babysitting his siblings all the time, and this is his outlet. And he's so excited to teach people something. He feels like he has something to offer. Across the board, I would say that every single young person feels a sense of empowerment, like they're able to help somebody. And I think they've been helped but the real full circle is when you've been helped, being able to help others. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've seen uh, come full circle with a lot of these kids. Fantastic. I mean, unanimously when I asked, you know, what's the most rewarding part of being part of this program, they all said helping people in their community. So I think mm -hmm. that is really coming through with all of them as well, which is great. And they're like connected to some of these. There's a older gentleman that uh, one of the young men has been helping, and he keeps showing up repeatedly now. So even if we just help one person be less lonely, and it's making the kids less lonely. Right. Have you ever tried to talk to a young person nowadays? They really have trouble striking up conversation. Mm -hmm. And part of Jody's training was teaching them how to talk to people. Because mm -hmm. a lot of young people just don't even know how to get in a conversation. It, and that's really, I mean, they wouldn't have to know much about technology, really. Mm -hmm. Because it's a lot of that's just intuitive right. to them. It's spending time with people and listening for what they need. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, the beauty of this whole thing is that they're able to sit down long enough to listen to the people asking for help and listen for what they really need. I just think it's a win-win for everyone in the community that we have young people helping people that are older than them. We're making the connection, and human connection is what we're all lacking, especially during this time of COVID. And it's just really a beautiful thing that we're able to connect. If you or someone you know is interested in participating in Tech Help with Teens, you should sign up for a time on our website by visiting wdmlibrary.org slash teen tech. Now, on to the upcoming events happening here at the library during the next two weeks. Uh, I did want to leave a special note in here that all of our youth programming is now registration only. You can register for events starting today, November 1st, for the entire month of November's activities. Additionally, we will not be hosting our regular story times uh, November 1st through 5th. 
we will return to weekly story times on Monday, November 8th. But just as a reminder, after that Monday, November 8th, we will have lapsed story times on Mondays, toddler story times on Tuesdays, baby doll story times on Wednesdays, and family story times on Wednesday, Thursday, and Fridays. As far as other events go, we have the following coming up. On Tuesday, November 2nd, we have Dungeons and Dragons for Adults starting at 6.30 p.m. On Saturday, November 6th, there are sessions for Tech Help with Teens open from 10 to 11.30 a.m. On Monday, November 8th, we have Book Club Hybrid Edition from 7 to 9 p.m. On Tuesday, November 9th, we have Kids Club Read from 4.15 to 5 o'clock p.m. On Wednesday, November 10th, there's an English conversation practice from 10 to 11 a.m. On Wednesday, November 10th, from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock p.m., our Teen Advisory Board meets. Also on Wednesday, November 10th, we have an after-school adventure from 3.45 to 4.30 p.m. On Thursday, November 11th, we have a YA Not Club Read from 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m. And then all day on Saturday, November 13th, we will be celebrating International Games Day. There will be board games available for checkout at the Children's Desk and Adult Services Desk all throughout the day. Thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of In This Day and Page, and I'll see you for our next episode on November 15th. Have a great day.